Welcome to Aim Higher, a show designed to help us realize the leadership potential inside of all of us. I'm Skip Pritchard, CEO, author, blogger, student of success, and your host. On this episode of Aim Higher, we're going to take you back a few years ago to where I did an interview with Bob Rathbun. He's an Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, motivational speaker, author of Fast Forward Winner. He's also the voice of the Atlanta Hawks. His entire professional life has been spent watching teams compete. He has an interesting background and story because he started broadcasting at age 12. His first opportunity at a microphone started with him calling a home run at the bottom of the seventh. And since that call, he's crisscrossed the country, won numerous awards, and risen to the top of his profession. And yet he humbly says, if he could do it, you can do it too. Bob wants everybody, from corporate leaders to youth groups, to experience this journey and find success. And he says some things that are just really encouraging. It's okay to dream. It's okay to put yourself out there. If you don't dream about it, think about it, put yourself out there and ask some people for help, you're never going to know what's out there for you. I love what he says is the number one lesson for those aspiring to the top. I'll let you listen to what he has to say. How many of us need to hear this? And so listen to my conversation with Bob, and hopefully it will help you become a fast-forward winner, will help improve your formula for winning for yourself and for your team. I'm in Atlanta, and in my quest to find fascinating people, (laughs) I have found an Emmy Award-winning sports broadcaster. So I am here today with Bob Rathbun, and Bob is incredibly busy, in fact, has a game tonight, but I'm glad that you took a few minutes to talk with me. Skip, thank you. I am honored to be here. Well, we know that you started broadcasting, mm-hmm. I guess, about two years ago at age 12. <laughs> Correct. I like the way about you put two that. years. Yeah, that's right. Is that, did you really start at 12? I really did. How? What, what happened? You know, that it started was crazy. You? I grew up in a small town, Salisbury, North Carolina, and I don't know what prompted me to do it, but one Sunday afternoon, I picked up the telephone, and I called a little radio station in our town, and I enjoyed so much their sports and just really the entire station. And the announcer on duty invited me down to tour the station. And that began for me in every Sunday ritual where I would just go and hang out. He didn't have to do that. So nice to do it. And one day, one Sunday, the sports guy shows up. He says, well, if you love sports and you love radio, help us broadcast these baseball games. He said, we did American Legion baseball. And... Had a great team. They packed this little ballpark, and there was such community interest. That's why they were on the radio. And I go to the park and do what twelve-year-old kids do: get the guy coke, a hot dog, you know, and just hang out. And he says, "You're ready to make your debut." And I said, "So you didn't know this was coming?" No, did not know it was coming. I said, "Well, yeah, I guess I am." What do you know at twelve? Yeah. So I slide in, bottom of the seventh inning. Hello again, everybody. No, I don't know what I said. (laughs) But I, I will never forget this. Our first baseman, a kid named Joey Brown, big left-handed hitting first baseman, gets into the batter's box. And Skip, he turns on one and hit it about eight miles over the fence, scoreboard, you name it, home run. I got to call it. The announcer gets the mic back in the top of the eighth inning and says, ladies and gentlemen, I have been waiting all season to call a home run. And when we hit one, I got this 12-year-old kid on the mic. And that announcer is Marty Brenneman, the longtime voice of the Cincinnati Reds. And baseball fans in the audience will will know Marty. 
And that's how it started for me. And I, I was at that station the started. rest of the time. I worked through high school, worked, wrote for the newspaper, Amazing. and that's how I got started. When I was a sophomore in college, they called me and said, hey, the sports guy left. Do you want the job? And uh, so I work full-time. Not with too many stories like that. Yeah, and I've been at it ever since. I wouldn't know what else to do. Tell us a little bit. You have a book. Tell yes. us a little bit about this book, Fast Forward Winner. Surely. And it includes six ideas. Talk, it talk does. About. It does. The, and the genesis of the book was, in my position uh, as a sportscaster, you are asked to speak to a lot of youth groups, to high school, college, career day. Hey, I want to be a sportscaster just like you. What advice could you give me? And I kept hearing show up at age twelve. That's right. (laughs) And I kept hearing the same types of questions, like, "How do you get started? How did you do it?" And so, what I did with the book really was just sort of encapsulate what was my journey and how it happened for me, because I figured if a little kid from Salisbury, North Carolina, can do it and make it to the big leagues, you can too. And I think the, one of the biggest challenges that I had in, in writing the book was to put it in little bite-sized pieces that anybody could follow it. You might not find your life work at age 12. I don't, you know, you can change careers a hundred times. That's okay. But what I do think young people need encouragement with, and really young adults for that matter, is it's okay to dream. It's okay to put yourself out there and, and see what you can do and see where it can take you. Uh, broadcasting games is just one piece of the broadcasting pie. You could be a producer, a director, lighting, audio, stage. It could be a million different things. But if you don't dream about it and think about it and put yourself out there and ask some people for some help, like those that helped me, you'd never know what might be out there for you. So you just encourage people to to go for it. Is there one of the six uh, concepts that people struggle with or that they avoid? It's believing in themselves. That's the number one thing, just to get started. One piece of encouragement that I got early on from some great teachers at the radio station at the newspaper was just flat out, you know, you can do this. And here are the steps. Here's how you prepare. Here's how you write. Here's how you edit. And you, we had mentors. And I think in this day and age, Skip, we've almost lost the idea of apprenticeship. There are so many media outlets out there. It's so easy. Anybody can periscope these days. If you've got a phone, you can be a broadcaster. But very few go through a, a training anymore. You know, you just you want to go anchor Sports Center at age 19, and it just doesn't work that way. I mean, people you, probably approach you with that, right? They oh, want to yeah, go directly. Yeah. I'd like to broadcast the Super Bowl in three months. Can you help me? And it takes a little bit more than that. But I think people are somewhat reluctant to get started to believe in themselves, believe in their big idea. And once they see that, you know, you can eat that elephant one bite at a time, uh, it sounds like, well, you know what? If this guy can do it, I could probably do it. Well, what about teams? You know, you're watching teams all the time. You've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. Right. You've seen the wins, the yeah. losses. Just my team. <laughs> <laughs> all in one season. Right. What would you say makes a winning team? Well, in sports, uh, there's unquestionably talent is number one. I mean, you cannot win without talented people. Uh, Jackass has never won the Kentucky Derby and never will. But you've got to have talented people. But in professional sports, for example, everybody has talented people. So what is the defining line? You know the line? quote I'm going to pull out right there. What's that? <laughs> the Jackass has never oh, yeah. won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> 
in pro sports, you've got a lot of talented people. In the National Basketball Association, there are 450 jobs in the world. So these guys are good. So why do some teams succeed and others fail miserably, and fail miserably year after year after year? And I think it all comes down to two things. Number one, and these concepts are so easily transferable to the boardroom sure. as well. Winning organizations have lockstep in thought, spirit, and execution from ownership to GM to coach to players. Everybody in the organization is on the same page. Now, we hear that often. And a lot of times in a big organization, you just want them reading from the same book. Right. You know, if you can get them on the same chapter, that's great. And get them on the same lines, even better. But there's just no avoiding, Skip, that vision, that vision of what is it we're all about? What do we try to do? How best do we take our scheme and apply it to the people that we have? And I think a lot of organizations struggle with that. Sure. Uh, they have different agendas. Players are looking, they're not unified in their, in their approach. They don't believe maybe in the leadership of the team. And all that pulls at the fabric. But when you've got it all together, you can do great things. What about coaching? What, what makes, you see, I'm, I'm sure we've all mm -hmm. had the range of, you know, this is a great coach. This yes. isn't. You probably see that way before we do. Right. In terms of kind of marking, what makes a good coach that encourages people to have that kind of team perform? I think any leader in sports or business, number one, you've got to know what you're doing. Uh, and if you don't, <laughs> yeah, and if you don't, they're going to see through it very quickly. And particularly in sports, the X's and O's of a coach uh, time management, how he runs a game, that's sort of a given. But I think what the best coaches do is that they study leadership. They study how others have done it. What are the best organizational methods? How do you best communicate with everybody? Is it one blanket communication or do you chop it up like in the NBA to 15 different individuals? How do you handle the group dynamic? How do you handle the losses? How do you handle the winning? And I think a, this Atlanta team uh, that I've covered uh, has been a tremendous incubator into watching a team turn it around. This franchise, for the better part of 40 years, has sort of been, you know, languishing in the desert. Uh, no championships, rarely a deep playoff run until last year. And it all changed. And it changed because of the management and the system that they brought in here. We've got the NBA's Coach of the Year from last year, Mike Budenholzer. He's assembled a terrific staff. They develop their players. They teach a winning philosophy that he brought with him from San Antonio. And it has been a marvel for me to just be able to sit and watch him work. And I think the biggest thing that he's done, and it's a long-winded answer to your question, but I think one of the big things that he's done is creating this culture of winning is to get the buy-in from everybody. And he was able to do that, Skip, from the first day he walked in because he carried with him that championship pedigree. Mm. Not, not every leader has that, okay? Mm -hmm. But what he does have is a unique ability to communicate that vision to his players, to his staff. And get people on and, that same page. And keep everybody together. So you, he entered in with some type of winning kind yes. of... At a cachet. Feel. Mm -hmm. and, and yet all of us, we, we have something that we can enter with. Yes. And I think so many times people put their strengths you know, to the side too mm -hmm. much. Uh, 
it is interesting to get your, your definition of coaching and, and uh, winning teams. Well, you're also a, a speaker. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of speaking. And um, I think based on your experience in that, what, what is it that when people hire you to speak, what are they looking for? I think the big thing is tell us about what goes on inside the tent. We see what happens outside. We see the games and the results. But tell us about the people. Tell us about the leadership. Tell us about what's going on to make this unit click. Business, I think, is at a disadvantage from the sports world in this regard. In sports, we take three months off. We shut it down. We change people. We change philosophy. We change leadership. We change our players. And we come back strong. Well, you can't shut the plant down, you know, for three months. Business is sort of like changing a tire on a bus going down the interstate at 70 miles an hour, hanging out the back window, you know, and you're trying to get the lug nuts off. So change can come a little slower in the business world. But I think the philosophy of what a winning culture can do is transferable. And I think the number one thing that a lot of businesses struggle with is they don't have a clear vision of what it is they want to be. Now, the super successful do. And it's uh, not just the bottom line. It's the right. Home, right. It is an entire culture. What are we all about? Mm -hmm. And how do we communicate that through the sea level and all the way down? And, well and I think those are the, the most successful teams and the most successful companies. And I like in my speeches to give business examples of here's how Mike Krzyzewski does it. You know, here's how the great football coaches do it. And I think you can do this with your people. And that's, that's a great message, I think. Amazing. Well, uh, broadcaster, speaker, author, we appreciate you talking with us, Bob. It was awesome. Sure, and I think thank you. Welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. Good to Good be to here. Good to have you here. Thanks for listening to Aim Higher with Skip Pritchard. Check out skippritchard.com for more episodes, interviews, book reviews, and leadership insights. And if you like what you hear, please rate us in iTunes. Until next time, remember, don't settle for the mediocre, always aim higher.